This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Super Bowl 58 in the books. Pitchers and catchers report on Wednesday. It's a perfect time to head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline, where we're joined by our friend Mark Viviano, Sports Director, WJZ Channel 13. And Viv, thank you as always for joining us. I'll start where uh, I asked Jonas this question earlier, Jonas Schaefer, when we had him on earlier. How much were you thinking what might have been, what could have been when you were watching the 49ers picking up five yards of carry running the football last night? How could you not think of that? I mean, it was right there before you. And I think we've probably all rehashed uh, what went wrong or what was not done in uh, that disappointing ending to the Ravens season against that same Kansas City team and thinking, too, that they had gone to Santa Clara and beat uh, the 49ers rather soundly. So, sure, I think it's it's safe. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's okay for everybody to kind of see it through the – through the Ravens' lens, and I think what I think what you see or saw in that Super Bowl, and it's become, you know, sort of regular February viewing now to see Patrick Mahomes lifting a trophy uh, in, in, in at Super Bowls. But you know, one of the things that strikes me, and I know that, hey, Lamar Jackson just two days before the Super Bowl lifted that uh, much deserved Most Valuable Player trophy. And here's Mahomes lifting his third Super Bowl trophy, third most valuable player in a Super Bowl trophy. Lamar Jackson exudes excitement. He is, unto himself, maybe the most exciting player in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes exudes excellence. And there is a difference from what guys do in the course of a 17-game regular season and what guys do in the postseason. It's a team game, so it's not all about Lamar, and it's not just all about Patrick Mahomes. But I think it's clear, and and Lamar is still in school and may graduate to that level, uh, and the Ravens have to help him do that because it's not just one guy. Um, I think it's clear, and we've talked about it, the, the Ravens had several failures in that loss to Kansas City, and, and some of them were, many of them were with the coaching staff. So that's all real. But when Patrick Mahomes talks about having been there, having done that, having maintained a certain even keel about it, man, that, is, that's, that can almost be unstoppable. So that's where they are, and the Ravens are certainly hoping and trying to get there. So that's the lens through which I watch it, because I think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens can be up there. They just haven't proven it yet. 
Well, uh, Viv, uh, news broke prior to the Super Bowl involving uh, Zay Flowers' possible uh, domestic assault. Uh, there was an investigation ongoing, and you know Zay. You did a player show with Zay throughout the season. Uh, your reaction when the news broke? You know, I, I've gotten to a certain age, and doing this as long as I have, that when I you know do shows like that or just interview these players, I mean – they're young enough to be my children. And I, I have great optimism for the youth. I really do. And Zay, probably more than anybody with whom I've done a show, now that's a guy who exudes joy and it's genuine and positivity and it's genuine. And I have had many, you know, personal conversations with him about life, faith, family, all those things. And I've always trumpeted, you know, my admiration for him. I don't know the details of what transpired that has cast this negative light on him, but it's serious and it will be taken seriously. And it, uh, I guess it's sort of another reminder and we'll let this play out, you know, let, let the facts be known. Um, but, you know, we, we can be judged by our worst behavior. And we can be good, and then something bad can can mess it up. Uh, we saw that with Ray Rice. I mean, it's it's a it's a fact that 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 that's how you become viewed if there's something to you know these uh, investigations, allegations, what have you. It, it's because you know he's somebody that I like, and I like most people. But it, it's it's a bit heartbreaking. It's hard. It's hard to see that, and I don't lose. Um, uh, the sight of what this would mean to a young lady to be in that position too. Uh, that's, it's all hard. Uh, it's difficult for, for all to see. And, you know, I feel for Zay and I hope the best. Viv, obviously everything is, is viewed in this conference through the portal of getting past Kansas city. I mean, this, this cat's only 28 years old. Um, and he seems as motivated as ever, uniquely motivated as maybe even a Tom Brady singularly focused on Lombardi trophies. How do you think the Ravens go about addressing some of these these needs? Um, and do you have to almost continue to double and triple down on the ability to do what they did this year, which is try to win a game in the teens? Because I, I don't know that you're going to beat them 38-35 very often. No, I agree with that. And I think what you do is what they did at the start of the season. That's the disappointment in falling short. They, the Ravens had the most talent in the NFL. They had the most valuable player at quarterback. They had the best defense in the NFL. They had an all-star coaching staff, and they had home field advantage for the AFC championship game. It was all there. So they put it together to get exactly where they wanted to go, but they reached the ninth floor of a 10-story building. Mm. So now what do you do? Well, you don't start in the basement next year, but you don't start on the ninth floor either. You're going to be somewhere in the middle floors, and there are going to be some other teams who were relative walkovers this year, Cincinnati, L.A. Chargers, there are going to be teams that are coming back. Even the Browns are going to get their quarterback back, and they were pretty good when he went down. So 
it's going to be another tough slog, as the AFC North always is. You know what's interesting? You look at that division. Every team finished with a winning record. Mm -hmm. Three of the four teams go to the playoffs. Everyone can say, and it's and it's arguable, and I'm not disagreeing, it's the toughest division in the NFL. But it's so tough that they probably beat each other up so much over the course of those 17 games, other than Cincinnati's recent run with Joe Burrow. Check out the playoff records of those four teams in recent years. Yeah. They do beat each other up. They don't do very – Pittsburgh hasn't won a playoff game in seven years, eight years. The Ravens have won two playoff games in the six years that Lamar Jackson's been their quarterback. The Browns have won one playoff game in, what, 20 years? And, again, Burrow has had – and Burrow's coming back next year. But I don't know. That division is – it's weird like that because they do know each other so well. They do play each other so hard. They do beat each other up. And then they get to the postseason – and Patrick Mahomes is holding the trophy. <laughs> and, it's, and, and, and a reminder, too, and relative to that conversation, in the AFC West, those Chiefs lost to the Raiders and the Broncos. Mm-hmm. That tells you what division football does, but it didn't keep Mahomes from lifting the Lombardi when it was all over. We're talking to Mark Viviano. It's Inside Access here on The Fan. Viv, I guess what we'll leave with this, and that's turning the page. Pitchers and catchers Wednesday and I can't remember a season with such high expectations as this one will have for the Orioles. No doubt. And I think this is, you know, if you just want to go from one conversation to the next, the segue as you go from the Ravens and they had it all, and now they got to kind of start over and they're going to have to go down a few rungs to build themselves back up to maybe get to that Super Bowl. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. The Orioles won 101 games and got better, and they are now more seasoned, and they have gone through it. There is every reason for that optimism of what you speak. Now, the fact remains, too, that they're in a tough division, and those teams get better, generally. They certainly don't lay down. So this should be fun. The optimism is welcomed. It's good for this city. And uh, it's, uh, it's well-learned by Michael Elias and, uh, and uh, Brandon Hyde and those players. And every reason for it, guys, and uh, looking forward to see where it goes. Viv, let the people know what's going on at WJZ Channel 13. We do not stop, uh, even with the purple. The, the Ravens offseason, as you guys well know and will continue to chronicle, is going to be uh, every bit of uh, the coverage moving forward. And we'll continue with Tory Smith and our Purple Playbook that you'll see on uh, Friday evenings on WJZ.com and Saturday nights and Sunday or Sunday mornings, I should say, on WJZ. It's always fun. Viv, thanks as always, thanks, man. Buddy. We appreciate it. You got it, fellas. Be well. Take care. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.